Welcome to the Swinging Wake Podcast. We are your grim grinning hosts, Alex and Chris, here to talk about Walt Disney's Haunted Mansion and other Disney happy haunts. Come with us on this journey into regions beyond. We would like to start out this episode with recent news from the Haunted Mansion. Well, the Haunted Mansion has closed its doors for a lengthy refurbishment. This refurbishment will bring a brand new queue to the mansion as well as a long-awaited gift shop when you exit the attraction. Guests have posted some photos recently of the queue being demolished, including the crypts behind the back of the mansion. This is very interesting because if you look at the photos, I don't know if you've been seeing them on Instagram or Twitter. I or have, yes. Yeah. They painted over the names on the crypts. That is just crazy, which, I mean, you probably get why to keep people from, you know, keeping a piece of the mansion from, I don't know if they can even dumpster dive at Disney. Like, I'm sure they have the garbage locked behind vaults or something at Disney, but. Uh, No, not necessarily. I don't know about attraction related garbage, but the regular garbage is not locked behind the vault. So. Seeing the, these photos, it kind of it hurt me a little bit. I, we all know that they're you know going to demolish the queue. We're getting a brand new one. It's going to be amazing and magical. But just seeing that this is actually happening, it just it's like seeing your favorite childhood thing get destroyed. I know that what's coming next will be awesome, and that is the consolation. But yes, it is painful to see. That's what we had to just keep reminding ourselves. I'm like, okay, the crypts are going away, but just keep looking at the concept art for the new queue. It's going to be amazing and it's going to be worth it. It will. Okay. So no exact op- reopening date has been posted, but it looks like the Haunt Mansion should be back up and running just in time for the Haunted Mansion holiday later this year. Another Haunted Mansion news story was released this week and has to do with one of my favorite Disney programs, Run Disney. Run Disney has announced the themes for their 2024 Run Disney Disneyland Halloween Half Marathon Weekend. The kids' race will be themed after the Cars Vampire Toe Mater. Um, if you've ever been to Cars Land during uh, the Halloween season, you kind of see how Toe Mater's as a vampire. So that's kind of the theme for the kids' race. The 5K will be themed after Chip and Dale in their Halloween costumes. The 10K will be themed after our favorite, the Haunted Mansion and Hitchhiking Ghosts. When I saw the 10K, I was super excited because, to be honest, it's rare to get the Hitchhiking Ghosts in anything as far as theming goes. So to see that they're actually going to have the 10K dedicated to the Haunted Mansion, it's going to be amazing. And I cannot wait to see what the medals will look like. It is going to be amazing. I really wish that I could get to it, but... At that point, I will have just had a baby, and I don't know if I'll be up for that, but it does look really cool. Well, yeah, and I mean, fingers crossed, I'm going to use, I guess I shouldn't give this hint out, but I'm going to um, use Concy Ears. I'm going to be using um, James over at Concy Ears. He's going to try to get me back in the race. He actually just completed the half marathon at Disneyland, uh, I think it's been over a week now. He got me into it. It's a very, if you haven't heard of it, it's a very difficult process to get into. It's kind of like trying to get a magic key. It's just, you got the- Shout out to James. That's awesome. James Concy Ears, he's amazing. He's amazing. 
if you need him to plan your trip or just get you into the race, he's the guy to go to. So um, reach out to him and he'll make it happen for you. So yeah, continuing with the races after the 10K, it looks like we have the half marathon, which will be themed after Hocus Pocus, but it's going to be a little bit of a Disney spin on it. It's going to include our favorite witches portrayed by Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle. Kind of like, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Oogie Boogie Bash, but we do have the photo ops now of the Sanderson sisters played by Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle. So that's going to be super exciting because Hocus Pocus is my favorite movie, favorite Disney movie as well. And I love then, that. We should also put the pictures in the show notes because there there oh is yeah. some art. Yep. So we'll post the pictures in our show notes. You can also head over to Run Disney and check out their blog, and they have you know more details about the races as well. The one that I'm most excited about is the 19.3 miles chills and thrills challenge. Now that one is one I'm going to try to get into the most because that is if you do the 10 K and the half marathon. So if you sign up for both of them, you get the uh, medal for the challenge. So that medal and the challenge is going to be themed after the nightmare before Christmas, including Jack, Sally and zero. So I'm super excited about all of these. I honestly want to do all of them. The challenge, you only have to do the 10 K and the half marathon, but I also want to do the 5k too, just so wow. I can have all the Halloween That's, medals. That would be really awesome. And, you know, it sounded like the 5k was really cool this year because they had the fireworks going and a lot yeah. of characters. Yeah. And I, I actually ran the race with Gretchen. He, she's a weekly tier over at Dio Weekly. And she said, if you're going to plan on running the 5k, you know, don't have any expectations about beating like your personal best or anything like that, because mostly it's on Main Street starting and it's just super crowded. So it's going to be kind of hard to get through everyone at the beginning, but that would be super cool to go to. And the one thing that I'm really excited and I hope I get into again, or not again, but hopefully I get into because I was unable to do it this time or last time was the Run Disney Disneyland Yoga. That's going to be yoga bright early in the morning. And that's going to be right in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle hosted by Goofy. So how cool is that? I love Goofy and then doing yoga right in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. It's just a dream. That would be really cool. It sounds magical. Yeah. So if you're interested in any of these races, registration for this race weekend opens on February 6th at 7 a.m. Pacific time for Club Run Disney Gold and Platinum members and February 13th at 7 a.m. as well for general admission or general registration. And then the Run Disney Disneyland Halloween Half Marathon Weekend will take place on September 5th through the 8th, 2024. And speaking of the Run Disney race, you were actually just out here for Run Disney this past week, and it was a lot of fun. You stayed with me, and we got to go to the parks together. Um, we actually got to ride the mansion together twice, which was super fun. We even experienced a little bit of a breakdown the first time we rode. There was something under the track, and so we kind of had to sit there in the load zone for a while. It was a lot of fun. We also got to go to Lamplight Lounge and you had a pineapple Dole Whip inspired drink, which was awesome. And then something else very cool that we got to do was visit the reptile store and we got a new mascot for our podcast. So her name is Constance and she is a ball python. Yes, she's very beautiful. I think she's a... Is it a 
bamboo spider pastel. Yes. Okay, yep, she that's is her morph. Yeah. Yep, she is so beautiful. Brought her home. She's you know exploring her new surroundings, and I've held her a couple times, fed her. I'm excited because I've always wanted to have a snake, especially a ball python. I had one back in college for a very short time. So glad to have our new mascot, Constance, and we'll be posting pictures of her and maybe she might have her own segment, Constance's Corner. Oh, that's so much fun. I love that. Yes. Right. Oh, man. But yes, our recent trip was amazing. I think this is probably the first time that we've ever done multiple days together. Yes. And it was the first time I've ever done Disney where I'm not there for rope drop or park close. It's just having fun, going to the mansion, like Chris said, and uh, a little bit more about that special experience on the mansion where someone dropped something in the track. I was super excited. and I was really hoping for, you know, walking off the attraction. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm hoping not because we were, it was right after the loading zone. We we're going up, you know, the stairs into the mansion on our doom buggy. And that would have been kind of the most, I don't want to say pointless, but pointless walk off. Yeah. Cause we literally <laughs> just sat down. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you were still on like the belt and I was, just I was, I was, we were the last, me and my husband were the last people on the belt. Yeah. That was probably like a, a 20 minute wait while they kind of figured that out. So that was, yeah. that was interesting to see maintenance there with their flashlights and trying to figure out what's going on. Right. Something fell under the track. Now let's get into our discussion topic for this episode. Welcome, Foolish Mortals. We are so excited to have you join us for a ride in our Doom Buggy as we discuss our topic for this episode. We're going to talk classic versus holiday mansion. Every year at Halloween time, the mansion transforms into holiday mode until after the holiday season has concluded when it returns to its classic version. Today, Alex and I are going to discuss our favorite aspects of each version, as well as the background on each version of our favorite attraction. Why don't you kick off our episode by telling our listeners which version of the mansion is your favorite? All right. So in our first episode, I briefly mentioned that my favorite version of the mansion is, of course, the original. This is for many reasons. Briefly, the reason I love the original version is simple. It's the original. Now, I'm not one of those people that always says the original is better. Never try to change the original. It's not what Walt would have wanted, etc. I had only experienced the original Haunted Mansion as a child, and I didn't experience Haunted Mansion Holiday until 2016. I do love the theming and the extra magic that is in Holiday, but the original is always where my heart is. Uh, what about you, Chris? Are you uh, Team Haunted Mansion or Haunted Mansion Holiday? So I'm firmly Team Haunted Mansion Holiday. I prefer the holiday overlay for several reasons. I actually think the sounds, sights, even smells are all enhanced in this twist on the classic. I also think that with Disney's love for intellectual properties, the Nightmare Before Christmas theming helps keep a beloved classic attraction relevant. I'm all for the overlay. I like that it can be implemented and removed without taking anything away from the original attraction. If anything, I'd like to see a Muppets overlay as well while we're on the subject. But really I think cool. that would be cool. Um, but I think also that there's an element of nostalgia for me as well. My first solo trip to the park in 2001 was the year that Mansion Holiday actually opened. So it's special to me for that reason. 
And also, I started working at the mansion during the holiday overlay. Very nice. Um, now, listeners, since we can't just simply state which version of the Haunted Mansion is superior because everyone is entitled to their own opinion, to make this fair on all of us, we are actually going to go through each section of the Haunted Mansion attraction and dissect what we like about the original and holiday version. So... Come with us, won't you, while we explore our beloved attraction. All right. So we're going to talk about the facade and the queue section of the mansion first. Um, it's actually before you even enter the mansion. Um, Alex, why don't you talk about what you prefer in the facade and queue for the classic version? The classic. Okay. So classic. I love just how plain. I mean, okay. So right now we're not going to talk about the new new queue being built because we don't know what that's going to look like. So I guess the previous mansion, I I love how simple it is. I love Walt's, I guess, mentality of how we'll take care of the outside. The ghost will take care of the inside. So I love how clean and pristine the mansion looks. Yes, very well manicured grounds, which is is. And, you know, you've got the hearse outside. You've got the pet cemetery. So what I like about the classic is just how it is. Just very cut and dry. Setting up the story. It's not overloading you with too much stimulus, too much stuff going on. It's just, this is a mansion. Let's go see what's inside of it. Obviously, it's somewhat haunted because you have a horseless carriage outside that has a ghost horse that, you know, keeps making sound and you have a pet cemetery and people. It's like that quote from uh, Eddie Murphy's movie. Oh, honey, there's dead people buried in the backyard. Like <laughs> it's it's just the classic. That's why I like the facade and the queue. Um, what about you, Chris? What about? Okay. So we actually, we just went to Mansion Holiday. We experienced it together. And I asked you how you would describe the music in the outside portion of the mansion. And you had mentioned that it was a music box. And I think you said it came from Paris. Is that correct? Um, Yeah. So don't quote me on that. I'm not sure where it came from. For some reason, I have it stuck in my head that it came from Paris. If, If that's not right, please don't write us angry letters or anything. But it's I I, ever since I heard that I just love that music it's something I can listen to on repeat and I was trying to figure out where that came from because it wasn't in the original Haunted Mansion the classic so I looked it up and it's like yeah I think it's called Ghostly Music Box and just the way it is it's just crazy it's it's catchy and it's eerie but playful at the same time I love the music box soundtrack I think it's it's so good and just as a cast member being posted you know by the horseless carriage I loved listening to it Um, I really like the exterior lighting during holiday and especially if you get to see the lighting you know whenever it starts to get dark there's a lighting ceremony and it's just amazing to see it light up at once I also really liked during uh, COVID whenever the parks reopened there was a Jack and Sally character greeting that took place on the balcony of the mansion and I really liked that I also like the nonsense banner that's on the front of the mansion it's funny because I'm a math teacher and it's got like 
you know, pie plus three equals Santa. It's just got nonsense things on it. I really like yes, that. That's over open fire. I love that. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I like the clock and the countdown to Christmas, which is cool. So, yeah, that's what I really like about the facade and the queue during Mansion Holiday. <laughs> Yeah. Now, so we kind of decided that you prefer Haunted Mansion Holiday. I prefer the classic on the outside. Now, if we could change anything, my one thing I'd want to change with the classic, or I guess one thing that I like better about Haunted Mansion Holiday over classic is probably like we just discussed would be the music. I love the music box. If we could have that outside the classic, something like it, not exactly the same, but something like that, then that would be something I would prefer. But yeah, so I, I like our opinions about the facade and queue. I do too. Let's talk about the foyer and the stretching rooms next. So um, what do you like more about the classic version uh, with regards to the foyer and the stretching room? So the classic, not much to be said about the foyer. It's, it's, and correct me if I'm wrong. It's, it's pretty similar, right? Besides, I believe there's some garland, right? And it is. Yeah. And then yeah. there's some, uh, yeah, just besides the garland, it's, pretty similar i would say i mean of course and also the narration right as far as the um, stretching room i prefer the classic because i love the original portraits it's just how you look at this one portrait like if you've never been to the haunted mansion before you walk in you're like oh there's four people four portraits i wonder you know what their story is and then this the room just starts stretching and then each story or each portrait has its own story and they're kind of comic Cole, but also kind of macabre at the same time. And I just love the original narration. And yeah, I mean, like I said, my thing about the mansion is I don't like too much stimulus. So this is just perfect. It's just a gallery with all the portraits and it becomes a terrifying stretching room. And you've got the, I guess, better, lack of term, better word, a corpse hanging from the ceiling. And yes. it's just, be an eerie, but that's my take on the foyer and stretching room. What about you, Chris? What about Haunted Mansion Holiday? So I do like the classic portraits as well. Um, I especially love Sally, our tightrope walker. The portrait overlays, actually, this is a little insider tidbit, but they give us a lot of problems in the stretching rooms because they tend to squeak and sometimes fall, which is an awesome. But I do like the Twas the Nightmare Before Christmas storyline. I like Jack versus the hanging man. I also like that they integrate groom grinning ghosts into the soundtrack and they do this throughout the attraction. I think it's really well done. It's almost, you know, on par with small world, you know, having their soundtrack integrated with the classic holiday songs during their overlay. Um, but yeah, I do like the original portrait, so I will give it that. <laughs> But okay. I would like to talk about the hallway of portraits next, which is its own sort of unique section of the mansion, because 
we're actually transitioning from the facade to the show building when we're walking down that hallway of portraits. So in case you're wondering, the mansion track is not in the actual facade. It's in a show building behind the railroad tracks. So in that hallway of portraits, what do you like best about the classic version? Yeah, so... First of all, I've never been the kind of person that always thinks the whole attraction happens in that mansion because I'm a logical kind of guy and I kind of like map things out in my head and I'm like, there's no way this huge attraction. It wouldn't fit inside the inside the mansion. No. And yeah, like, I don't know. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there. So the original going down the hallway of portraits. Now, again, you can't, for me, you can't beat the classic of the different portraits on the hallway and, you know, the lightning, when the lightning flashes, the portraits change. Love that. It's classic. Again, not too much stuff going on. The one thing I will give the Haunted Mansion holiday is I love the transitions of the portraits. Obviously, they're they're kind of themed Nightmare Before Christmas and they kind of transition. Kind of reminds me a little bit of like the portraits in the stretching room as far as like the artisticness of it. But anyway, I love it. Love the classic. You kind of go. I One thing I just can't get my head wrapped around are the bus at the end of the hallway. I know how it works. I just think it's fascinating because like no matter how much you try not to see it, you always see the illusion. Right. It's um, a, it's a really uh, classic effect and it, it, it always works. Yeah. And it fascinates people. I used to work. Sometimes I would be in that portrait hallway and I would always catch guests staring at that because it is a really interesting effect. Yeah. Question. Can you, would I get in trouble if I reach my hand in there? Yes, yes, you would get in trouble. Uh, there's, a, I know I mean, I there's a rope there anyway, so you'd have to have pretty long arms to reach past that rope. Because I, I feel like it would just blow my mind because like I know the illusion. I know it's like an impression or whatever, and it's like indented, but just like reaching in there, trying to grab it. Trying and, to touch the negative space. <laughs> right. It's like, what's happening? Like it's like a glitch in the matrix or something. But <laughs> So... I I used to so didn't the classic version instead of like switching whenever the lightning would flash wouldn't they sort of transition slowly over time like it'd be the uh, you know I'm thinking of the woman who's she's you know beautiful and then all of a sudden she's got the Medusa hair wasn't it more of a slow transition before I, I, I think previous versions it was. Um, now it's just, it's kind of like backlighting of the portrait. So they only change a little with the flash of the light. Right. It's kind of instantaneous. But I believe in the past they were like that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I remember that. I do recall that. It was probably a long time ago. Um, and I, I prefer that more than the lightning flashes because it gives you more of a chance. And it kind of gives you that eerie feeling like something's not right. Like it slowly changes rather than like you got to keep looking at the portrait while it flashes. Right, right. What I love about the 
hallway of portraits in the holiday version is I love that Zero navigates in between the portraits and especially in the portrait that's at the far end of the hallway. It's the mansion and he intertwines with the mansion pillars. That's so if you ever get stuck in the hallway, take a look at that. Keep an eye out for that. I love that portrait. Number one, I just think it's gorgeous, but I think it's really cool how Zero interacts with that portrait. The, the one thing, and maybe you'll touch on this, but I just got to say this or else I'll forget. The one thing that I never really noticed about Haunted Mansion Holiday Hallway is if you look at like the window with like the storm happening outside, you know, there's characters from the Nightmare Before Christmas in the windows. Yes, that is true. I, I never noticed that until maybe a year or two ago because I just was staring at it. I'm like, oh, there's actually something behind there. And it's it's I don't remember the name. It's the band, though, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's hard to because your focus is obviously pulled towards the portraits. But yes, next time you exit the stretching room, look to your left and you will see those characters in the windows. That's just such a cool little little detail that like even the Imagineers like we'll throw that in there. And if you see it, you see it. But it's it's just a cool little detail thrown in there. Yes, I agree. Uh, let's talk about the load zone. So the loading area of mansion where you get into your doom buggy before you embark on the actual attraction. What do you like best about the classic version? I don't. <laughs> I was like, okay. what is <laughs> so this is one part of the attraction where I'm going to have to say that I prefer the Haunted Mansion holiday overlay. And we actually just got done recording a podcast with the Hub Crawl. And this was one of the bonus questions would be if you could ax any portion or any scene of the Haunted Mansion, what would it be? And I mean, not, not to do spoiler, I would definitely, you know, become one of their um, supporters to find out the answer from, you know, not just us, but also the host of the hub crawl. But anyway, Chris and I both have the same answer, which would be the loading area. And yes. this is again, the classic, if you could ax anything from the classic, not the holiday, what would it be? Because I think we can all agree as mansion fans that the loading area is it's lacking any type of, uh, I don't want to say interaction, but just there's really not much detail there. It's just a black void with some colored lights shown on it. And I get what they're going for. It's supposed to be kind of eerie, like you're outside, you know, you hear the wolves howling and it's just kind of creepy. And that kind of is your segue into going into the mansion. But to me, that just makes no sense because you're walking through the mansion anyway. You go right through the hallway of portraits, you take a right, and then you get through the loading zone and it's just nothing. In my and it's so dark. It is so dark too. Like as a cast member, whenever you're working in the load zone, it's so incredibly dark and it's problematic because you've got the moving walkway. You're trying to get guests safely onto the attraction. Yeah, it's not it. Yeah, no, it's just to me, it takes away because you're just all pumped. Like I'm in the mansion. And then it's like, wait, are we outside? Are we are we dead? <laughs> like, why is it all black? I'm going to say... <laughs> I do not like the original loading area, but I'll let you talk about the loading area for holiday and then I'll kind of tell you what I like about it as well. Okay. So um, for me, it's far superior to the classic version, which basically has nothing there. I really like how well lit it is and it's, there's a lot to look at. So 
you sit down and immediately you've got so much to look at. I think my favorite part is the mayor. I like that it switches between his angry face and his pleasant. And politician. isn't his hat like super tall? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I like. What, what's your favorite part about the holiday version? Again, it's just all the different characters. You have all the characters there. Everything is happening. There's so much movement in that little collage of Nightmare for Christmas characters. And do they still do it where I guess each week that the mansion is open for holiday, a different thing moves, like starts moving? That I don't know. I never noticed that. I don't know if I you know read it in an interview or um, watched a video on it or something like that. But I swore that at the beginning when they started doing Haunted Mansion Holiday, you know, they'd have all the characters there. But each week they'd add one movement to it. So like one the first week, let's say the mayor's head moved. And then the next week there'd be the mayor's head plus, you know, Sally moving like each week, a different character would start moving. So by the end of the season, everything's going. Interesting. But, I did not know that. And I will have to pay attention next yeah, holiday maybe, season. Yeah, maybe they don't do it anymore. Maybe I'm just making this up or dreamt of it or something. But anyway, pretty much really the only thing in the loading area that we can talk about is that little collage. So I'd say obviously that's superior because it's something rather than nothing. So that's what I like about <laughs> it. <laughs> yes, I agree. Uh, let's talk about the endless hallway and the corridor of doors. Um, personally, I love zero in the endless hallway, but admittedly, I do like the floating candelabra better. So I, this is one area where I like the classic version better, but I really like the man eating wreath in the corridor of doors. So whenever you look up at the ceiling, there's the man eating wreath, um, fun little tidbit. I used to try to find earrings that were on theme with my mansion costume. And during holiday, I found some really cute man eating wreath earrings on Etsy. So, uh, yeah, it's a fun little aesthetic. Uh, what do you like about the endless hallway and the corridor during the classic version? Yes. So again, it's just eerie. It's classic haunted mansion, classic haunted house. You don't have, I mean, I, I do love the man eating wreath. I do love the, um, the little plants there, the man eating plants. It's, it's just too much for me because you have all of them going at once. It's so much noise. It's a lot uh, of noise. It is It's a lot of noise. And I, again, I, I don't know. I just get overstimulated there because you're trying to look everywhere. And then you got the little man eating plants trying to like scream at you while they're singing. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, about the original, I do love the floating uh, candelabra. Love that. Uh, love the uh, conservatory with, you know, the coffin and the person trying to get out of it. Love the wallpaper design, of course the different portraits. The one thing I love the most about the corridor of doors is, I mean, everyone knows this, but there's like a little, I guess, stitch frame stitching that says tomb, sweet tomb. Mm -hmm. And that is always stuck in my head for some reason. I always have to look at it as we go through it. And I actually had my uh, mom, she does the stitching and everything. And I had her actually make one for me for my Haunted Mansion themed bedroom. So she did an amazing job. I can't remember how many hours she said. I think she said 80 plus hours working on it. Oh my and goodness. She had to stop halfway through because she messed up a stitch or something like that. I don't know how that works. I don't do that, but it was really quite <laughs> 
I had to find some kind of um, pattern on Etsy and I had her do it and it looks amazing. So I love that. If and then she also would do that and sell that. I would totally buy one, by the way. Oh just to- Yeah, I don't even know how much she would charge for that, but she spent months on it. And then I had it professionally framed uh, to have kind of a creepy frame to it. It looks perfect and it's homemade. So it's just a work of love, you know? Yes. And then kind of just going through the very end of the corridor of doors. The one thing that I love that kind of transitions into the seance room would be the clock with the 13 hours on it, especially with the shadow hands. Yes, that effect is really cool, by the way. I will not spoil that. But the way that it's done is surprisingly simple and... It's just a really neat effect. Yeah, I kind of know how they do it. I think I was actually stuck right in front of the clock for like five minutes and I just kind of leaned up and turned my head or looked up. I can't remember where it's at, but I kind of saw how they did it. But it's it's a very simple but effective. It is. Yeah, my my third day working at Mansion, I got to walk the track before the park opened and I got to stand right in front of the clock And so looking towards the track from the perspective of the clock and got to see how that effect worked. And it was just amazing. Well, again, that's why the Haunted Mansion is such a classic, whether if it's holiday or a classic, it's the simple special effects that still work to this day. Right. Let's talk about the seance room and Madame Leota. What do you like best about the classic version? Oh, of course. So Madame Leota, Leota Tombs, (laughs) like you can't get any more classic than that. She was an Imagineer. They used her face for Madame Leota. Now, what's the name of the actress that did the voice? I know she was uh, Maleficent. I know she was Lady Tremaine. Oh, yeah, I was I was almost close. Okay, so her name is Eleanor Audley. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so she was classic voicing for it. Another thing that's just kind of crazy about the seance room is you don't really think about it until you look around, but there's just instruments floating everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. I've always been fascinated about fortune tellers, seances, tarot cards, and it's just, it's kind of black and mysterious in that room. And I, I, there are things that I love about the Haunted Mansion holiday version, which you'll be discussing really quick, but I'll kind of go into more detail what I like about that. So um, what about you? What about the Haunted Mansion holiday, Madame Leota seance room? Do you like more? So what I like about the seance room during the holiday version is that Madame Leota, she was portrayed by Leota Toombs. Her daughter is actually an Imagineer named Kim Irvine, and we've seen her on. She was in Muppets Holiday. She's been on Behind the Attraction. Um, She actually provides the face of Madame Leota in the seance room for the holiday overlay, which I think is super cool. So I think that's my favorite little tidbit there. But what do you like about the holiday version of the seance room? Okay, the one thing that just is crazy, like I said, I love special effects, how simple they are. In the classic, you have the instruments flying around, you know, turning. In the holiday version, you have giant tarot cards and they're all themed to different characters from Nightmare for Christmas. That's the one thing I love. And I also love, of course, Kim Irvine. She's one of my favorite Imagineers, not just because she's related to our uh, beloved Madame Leota, 
but just her involvement in the parks. And it's just, it's bittersweet that she was able to reprise the role of Madame Leota for the holiday version. And it's just, it's just cute. It's a little touch what they do, but they, they make the ball or heads in, they make it a little like ornament. It's just really cool how it floats through the air. Yes. I agree. You talk about the little, I think there's like a little tree, like tabletop tree made of tarot cards. Yes. The Nutcracker. Talk about the Nutcracker. Oh, yeah. The Nutcracker with the evil eyes. I love that his eyes glow red. That's one of my favorite. And his mouth opens. It's so cool. Yeah. Yes. It is so disturbing and quaint at the same time, which is what I love about the nightmare overlay. Yes. And then I'm going to point this out too. just a little, I mean, if you're listening, you probably know, but a little fun fact is, you know, at the classic version, you have the Raven that kind of follows you through the whole entire attraction and holiday. They replaced the Raven with vampire Teddy. Oh yeah, you're right. I yeah. Think I so in the seance room, he's instead of you know the raven on like the the chair that's you know making noise the whole time, you have a little vampire Teddy sitting there ringing the bells. I like um, that yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the ballroom next. The ballroom is you know one of the most iconic parts of the attraction. What do you like about the ballroom during the classic version? This is one that I'm going to have to say I prefer Holiday over Classic. I mean, Pepper's Ghosts, Classic Illusion. You have the ghosts at the table. You've got them dancing on the ballroom floor. You've got the portraits coming alive and the organist. The Holiday... I'll just give my opinion now and I'll let you kind of build on top of that. But the reason I like holiday more than classics for the, um, the ballroom scene is first of all, the music, the music is amazing. I, I always listen to the score in my car during Christmas time. Cause it's just, I'm a music person. I love the score for the ballroom during the holiday version. You can't go wrong with the huge gingerbread, which the gingerbread house, they change every single year and it's made out of real gingerbread. How crazy is that? Yes, and, it is. And, and I think there's also a behind the scenes Disney Plus that you can watch. It shows actually how they get the gingerbread house into the mansion. There's actually double doors that open towards the bottom right of the ballroom and they wheel it in through those double doors. And it's just it's amazing. <laughs> I would love to see them install it. And then I want to know what they do with it after. Cause you got the gingerbread sitting there for what, like three months at least. Yes. And, or even four plus months. And I want to know what they do with it after. Obviously you can't eat it. I mean, it's, it's edible. It's made out of real gingerbread, but it's been sitting there for months and probably collecting dust and whatnot. So I just want to know, like, how do they throw it away? Do they like recycle it, compost it, what they do with it? So I've always wondered that. That's a good question. Yeah. I I don't know, but that definitely for me is the best part about the holiday ballroom. I very much look forward to the gingerbread house each year. Like I said, there is a behind the scenes show on Disney plus. I can't remember if it was a holiday specific one or if it was a food specific one, but they show how the gingerbread house is constructed and then how it's actually brought into the ballroom. And it seems like each year the gingerbread house just gets more grand and more detailed and larger in scale. But for me, the 
best part of the ballroom during holiday is the smell. I really love the smell of gingerbread. I think it just enhances the whole thing. Yes, like that whiff of the gingerbread as soon as you go. As soon as you leave the seance room, you get that that whiff of gingerbread. Yeah, like that blackness, that little brief few seconds of blackness between the seance room and the ballroom. You can just smell like you just instantly get that whiff of gingerbread. And it's just like, oh, yeah. And then you see it right there. It's so good. Yes, I I agree. Let's Um, talk about the attic. Yes. Um, I'm going to jump back real quick, though, to the sure. ballroom. because There is one thing that they have in the ballroom for holiday versus classic, which is I forgot what they call. Is it the bookmobile? Whatever. Or they, what do they call it in the little library there on right by the uh, dueling portraits? Oh, you know, what? I don't know. I think they had a name for it. I don't know if it was bookmobile or whatever, just because it's just a bunch of books spinning like they're levitating and whatnot. I think that's super cool because they only open that room for Haunted Mansion Holiday. It exists there all year, but it's only open during Haunted Mansion Holiday. That's true. That is true. I didn't know what the name of it was, but yes. Going to the attic now. This one, I do prefer the classic because you have the the Constance Hatchaway story. It's like her own little room. This is where I live. This is what I've done. Look at the husbands I murdered. It's... (laughs) I, I love the portraits, how they change. Usually when I see it, like I always think, oh, it's just one of those things where, you know, you walk by it and it changes depending on like how you're looking at it. No, that's not the case. Isn't it? I don't want to do any like magic spoilers, but isn't it a monitor that changes it? Like kind of like the portraits in the hallway. To be honest, I don't know if I can disclose that. <laughs> okay. Don't don't say it, but I'm just going to walk through my little I don't know what's going on here kind of thing. So, okay. I, I, I think it's cool, though, how they do that, because it's not a, a, just a, a cheap trick. It's cool how they slowly make the portraits change. So the husband's head disappears because obviously right. her story is that she beheads her husband's. And the one thing I didn't know until I did the Happiest Haunts tour back in 2019 was that after each marriage, every time she became a widow, she add a uh, pearl necklace to her outfit. Ah, interesting. Yes, because I even bought like during the tour, it wasn't part of the tour, but I bought at the very end of the tour a pin collection that had each one of her wedding albums and each one you can see a different additional pearl necklace that she's wearing. Very so interesting. I, yeah, so I, I do love the classic. I love also the little details, everything that's hidden in the classic version, including the little miniature of the Haunted Mansion itself, yeah. which I didn't know until a couple years ago. And uh, just again, just looking at the portraits, I love the uh, ghostly piano player that's playing shortly right before you get to Constance. The one thing I don't like about Constance is the projection. Yeah, the projection is not well done. (laughs) To be honest, I feel like um, it needs to be upgraded or done away with. (laughs) I get what they're getting at. She's a ghost. She's projecting herself onto the wedding dress, but it just looks so, her head looks so weird. Like I I get what they're trying to do, but I feel like with how much technology and Imagineering how has enhanced since they put that effect in, they could do so much better. So I wish they would upgrade the Constance animatronic, keep the original voice, keep the actress that did it, but just make it a little better of a projection. I agree. Her face is unsettling. Right. It just looks like a bowling ball pin, (laughs) like to be honest. 
That's what I think when I look it at does. it. But. You're right. You are right. It does look like a bowling ball pin. <laughs> yeah, like he looks a little, a little weird. But anyway, uh, that's what I love about it. Yeah. Go ahead and tell us what you think about the attic scene for the Haunted Mansion holiday. Okay, so what I really like is that the names on the presents and on the naughty and nice list pay homage to the crew that's worked on the overlay. I think it's super cool. There's actually one with my name on it. Chris spelled the same way I spell it. K R I S. And every year I look for it and the past few years it's been in the same spot, which is nice. But yeah, I really like that about the holiday overlay. And it's, it's Imagineers that work on the attraction, right? I think it was just crew. I don't even think it was Imagineers, just crew that worked on That's so so cool. I I love that. It's a little special thank you to everyone that helped out. Because, I mean, it's a lot of work getting all that in there and getting set up. It is. Yeah, it's a lot of work. So I think it's really nice that Disney does that for its, you know, cast members that they will try to incorporate cast into the attraction where they can. Do you prefer... I mean, I, I know you like holiday version better, but do you prefer the creepy piano music with the heartbeat or do you like the little whimsical music that's played in the attic? I do like the classic version in terms of the sound effects better, I would say. But I like the the looks of the holiday overlay. Okay. If that makes yep. sense. Yeah, it does. And it, the thing that they share in common with the attic is there's still so much going on. Even though I said, you know, the classic, it's it's more toned down. There's not things thrown left and right at you. But the attic is like that for both classic and holiday. You have for the classic, you have little knickknacks spread throughout the attic. And then for the holiday, you have presents everywhere. Things that Jack left for, you know, the residents of the Haunted Mansion. Right. And then the naughty and nice list, it comes out of the mouth of the snake. It's like the snake's tongue which is pretty cool now this the snake does move doesn't he bob his head up and down but like half the time it doesn't work right yes <laughs> I, I don't want to yeah. point that out but I, I i gotta say because i don't feel like i don't i don't want to say i'm crazy because i i swore i've seen him move once or twice disney has a hard time with snake animatronics for whatever reason um if you don't believe me go to indy Andy was under refurb for a really long time trying to get their snake to do what it was supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it always have to be snakes? <laughs> it's always snakes. Yeah. Right. Um, let's talk about the graveyard scene. What do you like best about the graveyard scene in the classic version? I prefer the classic. I guess we can start. I'm just going to kind of start from the top of when you exit the attic kind of all the way through, just talk about what I like about the classic. And then I'll kind of let you do the same about which one you prefer and whatnot. As soon as you get out of the attic, we have the Hatbox Ghost. Now, it's pretty much the same for classic versus holiday, except for holiday. He has, what is it, like holly or something on his bow uh, uh, wrapped right. around his hat. Then we kind of, you know, descend into the graveyard. I like the classic. I, I don't like snow in my graveyard. I don't know why. It just it kind of gives away the creepy effect. It, I mean, it doesn't look as creepy. It looks more whimsical, which is, I know what they're going for. Mm-hmm. But I love the, I guess it's the caretaker of the graveyard and his dog i love that scene and with the holiday you don't have that you have jack and zero but i always feel bad for the dog the dog is so 
so emaciated. It's just like yeah. he is. People also say it's kind of funny because they're like, oh, the holiday version, the dog died and that's zero and that's Jack or whatever. Oh, but okay. All right. I like that. Okay. I like that's that. Right. I've heard that before, but doesn't, I know DL Weekly, this was one of their trivia and I feel bad for not knowing this. Again, we are not Haunted Mansion experts. We are just huge fans of the Haunted Mansion, but what is that dog's name? I know he has a name. I don't think it's like Bones or something like that, maybe, but anyway. Yeah, that um, that would be him. fitting. He looks like a bag of bones. He looks like he hasn't That's eaten in poor, weeks. Poor dog. And he whines too and shakes. It's so sad. Even though it's I'm not a really huge sad. Person, but I feel for animals. I'm not a monster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. And then, you know, you've got all the ghosts doing their thing throughout the graveyard. You all know that, so I don't have to go through and tell you what each one does, but I love the singing bus. I much prefer that over the I guess projected pumpkins the projected pumpkins it's a cool effect but to me it looks too cheap but I mean I can't really say this I can say the same thing though about the bus I mean it's classic the projection on it but I feel like they need to change either the lighting or the projector because if you compare Disneyland versus Walt Disney World for some reason Walt Disney World's projection on the bus look a little better it's better colored right I really like the Jack Skellington animatronic I think it's impressive it's super large larger than life I like that the tombs are wrapped in ribbon. Oh, I like the Sally as well. The Sally kind of gazing over at Jack. She's sort of perched on one of the tombstones. Like I said, the music, I love that the song, the theme song in the graveyard seamlessly intertwines grim grinning ghosts with more traditional jingle bells. Although I agree, I like the regular bus better than the pumpkin heads. I will give you that. But I I like the snow in the graveyard. I think it brightens the whole scene up. Yeah, I mean, it definitely brightens up. I mean, okay. One thing I do like about Haunted Mansion Holidays Cemetery are the lights. I love the lights everywhere. For some reason, it just gives me like nostalgia for our old timey Christmas. I just love the lights everywhere. Not so much the snow, but the lights just it just adds something whimsical to it that I just love about the holiday season. It's all about it lights for me. That's the one thing I will say I love about Haunted Mansion Holiday Cemetery is just the lighting of it. Let's talk next about the unload zone. So, you know, we're going to talk about the hitchhiking ghosts and also that moving walkway at the very end that takes you out of the mansion itself. What do you like best about the classic version? Well, I like that they keep our hitchhiking ghosts. That's the one thing I just can never get out of my head is they, they, they're gone. The hitchhiking ghosts, that's the mascot. That's the main thing of the Haunted Mansion that everyone thinks of. It's on the poster. And yet, can you, can you name them? Ezra, Phineas, and Gus. There you go. Yeah. Yes. So I love them. I have them tattooed on me and Mm -hmm. I just feel sad when they're gone because then they're gone from the Haunted Mansion for like half a year, it feels like. And I will say that it was really cool because when I did the Happiest Haunts tour again in 2019, at the very end of the tour, they had us do a photo op with Phineas, the, the animatronic. They had him at the um what is it called the tour gardens right 
Yep, they had they had him like um, in that building there. So it was cool to take a picture and actually see what the animatronics look like in in lighting because I mean they look completely different with the lights on. So yes. it's cool seeing that, and it's like, oh, I found him. This is where he hides out when he's abandoned from the or kicked out of the mansion for half the year. I also like the uh, the ghost will follow you home. You got the mirrors on your way out, and how there's one in the doom buggy. I remember as a kid, I was always fascinated by that, and I actually believe that one of them followed me home i wasn't freaked <laughs> out about it i was a cool kid that loved ghosts so i thought it was you were cool excited that, like, by oh, it <laughs> i had a little buddy that can follow me home like my parents were like oh my gosh i hope he's like not serious but uh, <laughs> anyway anyway um i do love that and just a quick side note i do prefer our disneyland version over walt disney world i don't like their animated one right i see what they're doing with you know making it kind of cool the effects you know where it takes your head off and you know swaps it or whatever but it just the cgi looks way too cartoony for because the rest of the attraction you know it looks you know the ghosts look more human and here they look more cartoons so i don't like that the classic again hitchhiking ghosts they follow you home you have uh, little leota which i love so much and her hurry back that's what i love about the classic i wouldn't change anything about it uh what about you so when you first exit the graveyard, we've got Oogie Boogie. I think that the Oogie Boogie animatronic is really well done. I like his spinning wheel. I recall hearing somewhere, I don't remember where, that he was a repurposed animatronic, probably from Country Bear or something like Big that. Owl from Country Bear Jamboree. Right. So I like Oogie Boogie. I will concede that I miss the actual hitchhiking ghosts and little Leota, who is also voiced by Leota Toombs. That's her actual voice. But I do enjoy the more well-lit crypt at Unload. And we we actually talked about this on the bonus question. I believe it on Hub Crawl. We were just guests on Hub Crawl. And when you unload, so as soon as you step back onto the moving walkway after you exit your doom buggy, look to your left. I know you don't have a lot of time because the walkway is moving, but there is a beautiful crypt behind the unload zone and it's just really well done it's got little lanterns it's got flowers some of the crypts are open and it's more well lit so you can see it a little bit better if you're paying attention to it i know they kind of move you through quickly but take a look at that it's gorgeous as a cast member i also like the more upbeat unload music it's kind of playful and upbeat meant to get you out of the mansion it kept me awake on the moving walkway at the end of really long closing shifts i like sally I do miss Madam Leo or little Leota rather at the end for the, I guess the mirrors as you go by, obviously for holiday, you have lock, shock and barrel, right? You always want to get, or do you like to have the mystery gift? You know, I never really pay that much attention. I, I think I like the classic hitchhiking ghosts and, um, I did, what did we get whenever we went on together? can't remember i think we was it with misty i can't remember but i was super excited because this was the first time i mean i've ridden haunted mansion holiday multiple times each year this is the first time i've ever gotten like the mystery gift because when you get like the mystery one you know like i think it's like a coffin shaped with like a question mark on it the whole mirror area lights up and then i think it's 
is it shock? One, one of them, I, one of the little kids, you know, pops up at you. And I, I've never had that happen before, which is crazy. I don't know why, what the odds are against me, but that one is my favorite. And I can't remember if we got that one, if it was with us, but yeah. Yeah. Well, listeners, we've ended our tour and discussed our opinions about the original Haunted Mansion versus Haunted Mansion Holiday. What do you think? Do you have a favorite version? Is there something we missed? We would love to hear your feedback. You can email us at feedback at swingingwakepodcast.com. Or feel free to leave a comment on our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Swinging Wake Podcast. Also, would you be so kind to leave us a five-star review where you listen to this podcast? It really helps our podcast get noticed so other foolish mortals can find us. Um, Also, thank you for all of the listeners who already left us a review. I just really appreciate that. Until next time, foolish mortals, we hope that you all have a delightfully unlivable time until you return for our next episode of the Swinging Wake Podcast. Hurry back. Hurry back.